Welcome, listeners, to our second podcast in the series Innovation in Art Education. Today's theme is visual feedback and annotation in dance education. In collaboration with the Professorship Blended Learning, Motion Bank Education Partners currently develops a video annotation tool for the dance department of Kaurats. My name is Jacob van den Dol. I hold the Professorship on Blended Learning at Kaurats University of the Arts. And my guests today are Florian Janet and Scott de la Junta, founders of Motion Bank. Let me start with a very simple question. What is actually the mission statement of Motion Bank? You make it, we annotate it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That sounds really simple. Thank you. Uh, but what is, you mentioned annotation, but what is it actually and how can we use it in, in dance, for example? Well, do you want the, the mission? I mean, Motion Bank is a, is a uh, I don't know how much uh, detail, one can check it out online, the website, Motion Bank, but the project originated as a, the motivation was to try to record and document uh, and communicate dance processes somehow of various kinds with a focus on creative work. And that always entailed some kind of recording, documenting with video. And when we started, when Florian and I started working together, we sort of inherited a program that had been used by Bill Forsyth in rehearsal called Peacemaker. So Peacemaker had been written by David Kern, who was one of his performers, and they used it to help organize the videos that they shot during rehearsals so somebody was sitting and annotating constantly so that people could find things again, basically, just kind of organizing the video as information space. And that was uh, the starting point for, I guess, uh, for where we're at now, would you say? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but in a way, you discovered it. I feel like you, you know, it was there. It was a program that we kind of inherited. We had to develop it. But I think it was you who first sort of started thinking about time and thinking about what you could gain from using annotation of video. Well, um, yeah, it was trying to solve a problem that we had with um, various information forms coming in uh, from the recording process and, and uh, later on the discussion of those recordings and then uh, things we needed for presenting those materials. So um, annotation helped us uh, basically uh, bring those materials together in time and use time as the basis for uh, all the things that we collected. So uh, in a very simple, putting it very simply would be commenting in time. Uh, that That's something mm -hmm. you could uh, envision as annotation, but it can be very complex as well, uh, very technical. So it could be light cues, for example, on the other side of, of the spectrum. So there are many forms of annotating uh, in time. Yeah, uh, and those helped us solve those basic problems that we had. Because originally it was used for um, for documentation of uh, of choreos, right? And now today at Codarts we use it in a classroom situation. What's the difference actually? Well, I guess uh, it has a very different purpose. So one originally the purpose was to 
um, help remember things um, uh, that happened uh, to be able to um, go back to them at, at a later point. So in the, a creation process, you would try out things that you might not find interesting at first. And then later on, you want to go back to them because you remember them. Uh, but you cannot clearly remember them and you, you want to find them again. And then uh, having a time-based annotation would allow you to find them and go back to that exact recording, for example, that moment in time to look at what uh, you did. So it's, it's, it's a way of remembering things. And I think in teaching it has many, it, ha it, it uses that as well uh, sometimes, but it has also um, the possibilities to uh, get into a discussion around material very directly. So yeah. uh, adding feedback to something someone does Uh, and then, um, again, maybe adding questions also from a student perspective or comments from a student perspective and then being able to respond to that. And all of that is being collected in this annotation system. So it becomes a growing document that everybody can contribute to. Uh, and it's a very valuable resource to be able to go to later on and, and remember and reflect upon what you've learned uh, and how you learned it and uh, how that process unfolded. Some teachers might need convincing still. I mean, dance is about kinesthetic learning, about touch, tactability, and not about tools and online techniques. What would be your response? Well, I was, as, as Florian was, uh, was uh, reflecting on what might happen if you accumulated information this way, so the links you might be able to make in the future and look going back to things and finding things again, is that from the other side, it feels to me as if uh, video recording, so if To be honest, if you, if you have a teacher who really feels that video is insufficient as a way of recording dance, you mean just it, just recording? You know, a video. If, if you if you if you have a teacher who's really resisting uh, video recordings, is but I think what we're seeing is uh, the use of video hasn't been increasing for a couple of decades, and now everybody has a video camera. So my feeling is that for many people uh, and students, the video has become a proxy for live performance so that students can recognize things in video and they can see 3d they, there's lots of things they can learn from the video and i think those skills have been in a way growing and being integrated into the practice without not systematically just become a sort of natural go-to tool for uh, for dance practice so we'll videotape that you know we upload it to youtube if you search on youtube it's there are hundreds and hundreds if not even thousands of videos that students or people creating work, you know, young independent artists are uploading and sharing. So within that space, it feels to me like an opportunity to begin helping people organize this space a little bit, make it searchable, make it more useful. So if you're just annotating material, you're beginning to do that. So you're beginning to study it a little bit more systematically, beginning to tag things a little more systematically. You can always change the tags later. I think sometimes people react, they think that, it's going to fix something or it's going to be too reductive in some sense. Where, whereas I think what we are really trying to do is offer things that are as flexible as possible. Um, but I think the shift in what video means to pra dance practice is, uh, is something that um, can't be ignored, really. So it's yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I saw today also, it was, we, we did this testing day with the students at Godard's and there was this great moment that they saw themselves from two different angles on the screen. And that was already a moment of sort of epiphany, like, 
oh, I can see myself and I can reflect on this. And they weren't even using the annotation yet. It was just the visual image of it had quite some impact. Yeah. Um, and then, on the other hand, video is very hermetic uh, in a way. So uh, if, you, you know, if you're busy recording everything on video, you'll end up with a lot of large files and uh, you might not uh, be able to really make use of them. So this is where annotation actually comes into play and uh, helps you uh, mark things in those videos and jump to them directly. So it it's becomes searchable, you can tag things, you can find things easily, you can point people to things that happen and all of that. So it's, you know, all the things we like about the internet basically comes to video in a way, uh, if you want. So it, it makes it very easy to use um, right away. And the other, the other thing that's been happening a bit, uh, and also in conversations with people that are using the system, like Suzanne up at Amsterdam, is this, you know, video, perhaps people think image when they, they can think of video. Of course, image is one of its, uh, the moving image, being able to see a representation of yourself captured in quite high resolution. And yet from the perspective of annotation, it's, it's also time. So it's change over time. So in, fa in a way, you could, you could allow the temporal dimension to actually be foregrounded. And you're not really thinking so much about the image. You're thinking about things that change over time. And the best way to, to zoom in on that is through annotation. Um, and and it, it, I think it gives that dimension, the temporal dimension, which is critical for performance, um, really, and added, uh, it draws attention to it in a different way and it makes it malleable in a way that currently just video, just watching video simply doesn't quite achieve that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's less about the image in a way and more about time. I always like the analogy to uh, drawing. So if you imagine, you know, annotation as a method, similar to drawing as a method, method, um, then there could be various ways of applying that. So you can be, you know, very precise. You can do almost technical drawings of things that would be something along the line of maybe light cues or or sound cues or something that's very clearly this more more technical. So like a like a drawing, uh, like a like a blueprint kind of drawing thing, but you could also be very free. So you could you know, mark things that you like as a pattern uh, very freely, like you know exploratory drawings that you just do, like doodles, and you you look for what what you created and what you see. So also a very creative part of uh, um, a very creative uh, way of using annotations um, to find things in material. Um, and it sharpens your eyes. So the, what, whatever drawing does for you to, uh, uh, to see space better, uh, annotation can help you similarly to see time better and sharpen your eye in that dimension to, to explore and, and feel and see time. What's new about Motion Bank? so much <laughs> <laughs> well you developed quite a bit but yeah. today I saw something about the with the grids and the presentation um, as it is published as a web page for example yeah so uh, we did a complete rewrite of all of our uh, previous systems uh, so it, it, it's all in one place now and it's uh, uh, simpler uh, it's more accessible uh, it's modern, modern system, uh, um, modern systems, modern standards uh, that we're using. Uh, so uh, things are um, more sustainable uh, over time for us. Uh, it's less technologies also. Uh, the, the kind of systems we had before 
were uh, used different technologies underneath. So we folded that all into one technology. Um, so from the development side of things, we had a complete redo in a way. <laughs> um, but we've also been very successful with uh, funding applications. So we have uh, four uh, people working with us now in Frankfurt uh, Mines. Uh, actually, <coughs> not Frankfurt, Scratch Frankfurt. So four people with us working in Mines. <laughs> um, at the Hochschule Mines, uh, plus uh, Scott and I uh, as uh, the, the co-directors of Motion Bank. Um, so we're slowly starting to build up a new team uh, after a longer stretch that, that we've basically, the two of us, uh, have been keeping up Motion Bank. Final question. Do you have any tips and tricks for the teachers who are considering implementing Motion Bank in their classes? Like, where do they start? How do they start? Um, well, I suppose that we're here, I mean, working specifically with a a handful of people we've been in a conversation with for over a year now. So we've established some some relation with them and have a sense, and you guys are here now, um, working with the, those same groups with some added people to sort of... Uh, I suppose that the uh, presumably some of those people should help, you know, communicate the message a little bit also yeah. internally that about that some of the things that they're excited about and some of the things they because we're still talking about in a way the future before these kinds of things are really implemented here on a regular basis in any way. So it's still it's not speculative in the sense it looks pretty solid. It looks like it has some how would you say legs to it so it could it's could keep running. But I think the uh, if the teachers who are working with us now are able to share their experiences with colleagues, that might be as effective as actually sending them to a website where all this stuff is happening. <laughs> Absolutely. You have to see it. You have to experience it. I saw that today with the students. And those moments, you need to capture them and, and then share it with the rest of the community. So my experience is that uh, the students especially find their way into the systems very easily. Mm. Um, I've been using our systems in, in design classes also. So looking at, you know, various like random YouTube videos, uh, trying to extract patterns for graphic design solutions. Uh, so not related to dance at all. And um, it's very easy for them to understand what basically commenting in time means. Uh, it's just something that they grasp very, very quickly. Um, so maybe um, some of our responsibility as teachers, we can also uh, build upon the knowledge of our students uh, and, and rely upon them understand, understanding these kind of systems very well um, to give us a sort of, uh, uh, how do I say, um, the security that this is something that we can build on, yeah. you know, like sort of helps us find our way into the system. So trust the students, I'd say, uh, in a way. Great last words, <laughs> Great. Just thank you, guys. Keep on developing. Keep on the, the good work. Do you want to know more about innovative tools in education? Please subscribe to our podcast series, Kodat's Learning Hub, Innovation in Education. Thank you. <laughs>